Welcome to the most overrated, underappreciated, most watched, underwatched podcast of all time. Welcome to the Prince of Fresh Air. Welcoming another white privileged individual to the show. How, how you doing? <laughs> how you doing, Rubia? Yo, I'm doing good, yo. My name is Rubia Deville, and I'm Middle Eastern. I'm not as white as you think. Oh, my skin God. Is you know what I'm saying? Shit. <laughs> Yo, long time no see, man. I know you. I know you for a while now. I see you making moves. I see you out in Cali, man. I respect the hustle. You know that's why you and I always stay linked up. We always Absolutely. keep in touch, man. Yeah, um, and so you know, this episode, I wanted to uh, uh, talk about something different. You know, usually on this podcast, I talk about controversial topics and stuff, but I thought, you know from our previous experience talking i think it's important you know for other people you know who went through hardships or you know who've been through certain things in their past that you know are you know making their future hard for them that you know there's always light at the end of the tunnel and i know you're a prime example of that so i'll let you you know introduce yourself and talk about um certain you know things that we mentioned before in conversations Absolutely, absolutely. So I'm alive, yeah. <clears throat> so, so uh, first off, to explain the way I grow up, you need to understand my parents' history. My parents, uh, my parents' parents are from Palestine, and then they migrated to Lebanon. And my dad is PLO, um, Palestinian, the Palestinian uh, Liberation Organization. Interesting. Some, okay. Something like that. So you know, for example, um, this is share insight of how they grew up. One day, my my mom's brother tried starting his car and it wouldn't start. And he brought it to the mechanic. He rolled it down, or the mechanic came, came to him or some shit. Okay. And um, the, the the mechanic said, "Yeah, your car didn't start because someone connected a bomb under it." <laughs> Gee, wow. So I come from that like background. I did not that I experienced it, but like I grew up in those, in a household where my dad is crazy because my dad is killed people and shit. You know. Jesus. Yeah. You saw, and because of that, him coming to America, he he, he acted up, you know, drugs, selling drugs, has issue paying bills. Like for some reason, he just couldn't pay rent. So I grew up homeless. You know, cousins, uh, cousins' floor, you know, mattress floor at the cousin's house, at grandma's house, and um, aunt's house. I mean, for years, bro, until just recently. I mean, even so, like nowadays. When nowadays, I'm good. But when I did when I did my movie, which I'm, I'm kind of going ahead, but I'll come back real quick to where, where I'm at. Uh-huh. I did the day I did my scene, I was homeless. I slept in my car. So wow. even it's, so, just now I'm picking up like residential, like actual like struck actual. What I'm trying to say is like just now at 32 years old, I'm starting to focus being able to live somewhere for my, my whole life. Or you know, or I have have that control because all my life, man, kicked out, kicked out on the street. You know, charity, you know, from churches. You know, my family grew up Muslim, but we were getting uh, charity from Catholic charities. You know what I'm saying? And on, in December, you write down three things you want, three things for each member. And, you know, you know coat, uh, mat- a cover for a mattress. Uh, some, I got Tim's. I mean, they, they, they hook it up. Give <laughs> cards. Yo, I got, yo, the, the laptop I'm writing my movie on the Chase's Wing, God's Rough Draft. I got the laptop through charity gift cards. You know what I'm saying? Right. <clears throat> so that so that kind of lifestyle. And my dad was hooked on drugs. And um, the thing is, because I moved around a lot, because I didn't have, because I was uh, un- unstable for a while, 
it came a point where I told myself I'm not gonna make friends, you know? Because right. uh, yeah, because one time I got one time the moving went to a different town completely. And a lot of my relatives were close together. I was always able to be driven to the same school. But eventually it came a point where like, yo, no more driving you to where you, what school you wanna go to. But my dad, being who he is, he, he kept lying to me, saying, don't worry, we're going back, we're going, we're going back, we're going back to where, right. you, know, to, to, you know, to your neighborhood, to where you had friends. But I told myself, I right, in that case, I'm not making no friends. But when I realized that my dad this whole time was lying to me, it was so late. It was like two years later, I realized, oh shit, I'm not going back. I made no friends here. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. What did I do? I started smoking, started drinking. It's to make friends faster and easier. Got into drugs. And that's how I got into the drug game. And of course, you, you started using, I did heroin real quick. You know, you know wow. uh, yeah, real quick at 16, bro, because the way it was introduced to me was a friend came to me. He was like, yo, I tried something new yesterday. It was crazy. And I and I didn't and at that age and at that time, heroin wasn't as heroin wasn't like it is now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was like, oh okay. So I did it, and at that time, I had a lot of body pain because I got hit by a few cars growing up, and I also have ankylosing spondylitis, which is the car the cartilage between my bones uh, is narrow narrow is narrow. Right, right. Against bone. <clears throat> So, but this medicine, so heroin, that was the ultimate painkiller. And even in my soul, you know what I'm saying? It helped, it helped the pain in my soul, bro. And I got, but then I, I didn't know about withdrawals. So I did crazy shit to get my dope, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Fraud checks, robbing, Ralphitian, ISIS, escorting, uh, selling pussy, you know what I'm saying? But not, not, not too much, but I, I tasted all of it, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, and every day I was selling pussy and every day all but I, 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 I've done it, you know what I'm saying? Things of that nature. Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting that you mentioned that, you know, when I was in college, I worked with uh, people in AAA. Um, and, you know, at the soup kitchen, I worked at the warmer house. We used to have a lot of people on probation, uh, you know, former drug users come in. And I remember, you know, they would tell me stories about, you know, how they would, you know, they got introduced to all these different drugs at a young age. And, uh, you know, in your environment, you don't know anybody, you know, everybody think it's cool and, uh, you kind of just get caught up into it. And a lot of them, you know, they realize, you know, once you, once you get involved and you start using, it's hard to just break away from it. So a lot of them will find any means necessary to buy, you know, their, their products. So, you know, whether it was stealing cars, robbing people, um, doing these quick scams, you know, they, they had to find ways to you know, keep that, that, that fix coming. And, uh, eventually sometimes it, it takes removing yourself from a, a certain environment or, uh, you know, going to AA, going to a rehab center, or probably even getting locked up to, you know, finally change, you know, some habits in life. Yo, man, I know all the about that shit, man. <laughs> oh, man. I can keep going with this. Yeah, yo, yo. <laughs> just to show you, I know what you mean, man. Um, The problem was, eventually it came to a point where I needed my drug. It wasn't, it came to the point where it wasn't choice, man. There was no stopping it. You know what I mean? And <clears throat> I've been arrested my whole life like 12 times. But out of the 12 times, like I did only two times I did time. One time was two weeks, and then another time was eight months being away. The last, see, so eventually, uh -huh. so, uh, so, you know, eventually, 
eventually what happened was 13 years I was doing with the heroin and all different types of drugs and all my criminal activity for 13 years. Right. And three years ago, my house got raided. You know? So yeah. Three, yeah, my house got raided. I got set up by a CI. Not, not an undercover cop, but a girl who worked with the cops to get herself out of trouble from something else before. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? That sort of thing. So my house got raided, bro. I was I was in Nassau County Correctional for 75 days. Then, then they transferred me to Brooklyn, and then upstate to Ellenville, and then a different place uh, upstate. So I got transferred four times. Uh, um, while, yeah, man. Yeah, let me. Uh, so you know, before you keep going, you know, it's it's one of those things. You know, even for me, I've never been in the system, but I watch a lot of YouTube videos and listen to you know people who've done like 10, 15 years in federal prison talk about their stories. What was that like for you? Like, what was life inside, you know, the uh, in jail and prison? What was that for you? Like, what kind of experiences was that for you? I uh, well, at first off, uh, I was well, very uh, well. One thing I'll say is it was very hard to do my time, even though clearly I did it. And even not just eight months being away, even coming back home, I had to deal with the courts for another like the whole thing took two years to be over with altogether. Yeah. Passing drug tests, showing up to these things like three times a week, these meetings that you gotta go to. Otherwise, I was doing three years of state. I fucked up one thing and they, or didn't do one thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, oh yeah, no, no, there was consequence to anything I, I would have done wrong. So, I, and that's the thing. During all this time, I always had a dream to be in cinema. As, as, you know, as a kid, I would watch like you know movies like Chucky. You know, I used to love Chucky, for example. <laughs> Child's play. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Child's play. <laughs> yo, yo, and I don't know what movie it was exactly when I had this like vision, but I was looking up at the screen and I told myself, yo, one day I'm gonna be up there. And it wasn't about no lead role. It wasn't about like taking over like, the whole film. It was just the fact that, yo, one day you're gonna see me there. Right. And I, and I felt it always in my heart, man. Even though I spent all my money on drugs and everything I did was for drugs, I, I taught myself how to act. I watched YouTube videos. I, I gave myself like a, my own teaching. You know what I'm saying? Right. See, there's a thing though. See, even though I was homeless, because I lived with, family, with our relatives and and charity later on, I was always able to eat. I, I, we, we never starved. You know what I'm saying? We always lived right. with people. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> but when it came down to like personal things, like oh, like acting class or you know things of that nature, oh, there was none of that. For example. One time, so like in school, I'll give you an example of what I mean. For, in, uh, in the the parent-teacher parent -teacher conference in elementary school, one day I, I overheard my teacher tell my father outside the classroom, he brought him outside. He goes, listen, your, your, son, is, your, son, has, um, your son is really talented, but he has an attitude problem. You know? <clears throat> yeah. And... Um, Oh shit! What the fuck? What was I get? What was I going with that? Yeah, what was I? It's a lot. Uh, you were talking about how you know your um, your dad went to parent teacher conference and uh, the teacher mentioned oh, that. Oh, oh, my bad. So my bad. Yeah, thank you, thank you. No, that's all good. Yeah. So, so, so because my because my teachers kept telling my parents like, yo, you gotta do something with your son. They they recommended to my parents where to bring me. But so for example, so my mom was down the fix because. Since I was a baby, my mom tried putting me in the game. Right. The, the problem is, though, when 
when my teachers were telling her this, she didn't realize there'd be money involved. So one day she took me to Maximus Hair Salon. She put me in a Nike Jatsu and she did, she, she, she did my hair. She called the place the teacher recommended. And she was like, oh, hey, uh, my son goes to school uh, at this place. Teachers want to bring him over here to show you what he got. And they brought up money. They're like, oh, you want to bring your son here? It costs money, this and that. And once she heard that, she said, oh, and clicked right in front of me. You see what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. And so growing up, I had to learn how to find information myself. And to be, and to be honest, I sort of became like a natural because of it. Yeah, oh, like when I'm on set, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's definitely one of those things, you know, Growing up, you're taught, and even if it's uh, you know, from a hard place, you're taught. Uh, I know for me, especially, you're taught to you know be independent and you know do your research and and learn as much as you can. Which is why, like for me, you know, uh, I, I never judge anybody because you know, for me, growing up, uh, especially in the projects, you know, drugs, guns, gang violence, and all that stuff was all around you, and so a lot of people it's hard for them to kind of not get uh to get away uh, get away from it but for me you know i kept my head in the books and i always wanted to learn and you know for me i was watching disney channel growing up watching Corey in the house hannah montana uh and those kind of shows you know oh yeah yeah you know what i'm talking about you know sweet like zach and cody (laughs) you know um, I know, you know, yeah, what are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> exactly, you know, we, we... a little bit of it, yeah. <laughs> you know, so, you know, for me, watching those shows every day after school, it was kind of one of those, uh, man, I really want to do this, and, you know, there's nothing else I want to do, and so, it's different for everybody, you know, some people, uh, you know, they can just, you know, they can just, you know, start making their way into it. Some people take them a while. Uh, but, you know, everybody's childhood is different, and that makes everything even more uh, unique for everybody. Absolutely, because you got to show people, no matter where you are, things get better. Uh, but also, to finish answering your question, so my time inside was hard because also I had to transition. And while inside, well, while in, while I was uh, behind the cells, I, realized, I, just, I just woke up. Something inside me said, yo, you're, you're done with the bullshit. And, and a quote by Eminem came to mind. Eminem, Eminem said, when he quit doing drugs, he had to learn how to rap again. So I was like, yo, my mind is starting to sober up. I should learn how to write again. You know? Right. That's what I did nonstop since three. I've been writing my whole life for three. I've been writing nonstop the way I've been writing for three years. I told myself my mind is to practice writing the way writes that off heroin. Don't get me wrong. I still smoke. I still sip a little bit. Don't say. But right. I, I prevail. I'm not hooked to nothing. And that's the thing that people say. Oh, you can't do no drugs. Nah, yo, I'm evidence. You, you good. It was just the heroin withdrawals that got me. It wasn't drugs. It was, her, it was withdrawals that fucked me in the end. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so you know. I, no, no, no. Yeah. Uh, I know for a lot of uh, you know rappers and stuff, uh, you know people who go to jail and or prison. One thing they all have in common is that during the time they always find time to write, keep writing, get creative, and so when they get out, they have a new fresh of uh, uh, perspectives and ideas, and so it's a lot easier for them. Yeah, you might have to adjust to society, and that's you know a, a topic you know that we could talk mm-hmm. about forever. But you, know, you come out with a different mindset. You know, you come out, you come in a different person, and you come out. You know what? I I, I want this. I want to do this. I want to do this. And now you have the 
the mindset to achieve it. And that's what it was, and that's exactly what happened, man. That's what sparked in me. And now, this whole time while doing drugs, I did a short film with a man named Chase Palmer when I was 16 years old, before I got hooked with heroin. And after, and the film is called Shock and All. Now, Chase Palmer is known as a screenwriter for the movie It, just for people to know, just for people to see where I'm going with this. Right. But at the time, he was Chase Palmer who made a short, who wrote a short film, Shock and All, trying to make it. And he, um, the film was in Arabic, and, and uh, he, the story behind that is he reached out, he did his homework, making the movie, researching the culture, and my, my uncle was the person teaching him um, most of what he wanted to know to make the movie. Uh-huh. When, it came to, when it came time to hiring actors, he was like, oh, hey, so do you know everyone in the family that will be down to be in the movie? And he goes, yeah, I got a nephew, and also, you know, all my other cousins were there too. And uh, my uncle called my mom saying, hey, I've been working with this guy who makes movies. He asked me if I knew someone who acts in the family, and I, I brought up Robia's name. So my mom brought me to my uncle's house, and there was Chase Palmer. Chase Palmer was like, oh, hey, I'm making this movie. Would you like, um, um, if you, um, you know, if you were down to be in it, I'll, I'll, I'll hire you right now. And this was, and to me, I was like, fuck yeah. Cause, I mean, it was it was just, I, I'm hearing movie, I'm hearing scripts. I'm like, yo, I did I, I, this cool play. I'm all about this shit. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm ready, of course I'll do this, yeah. <laughs> and I, I was like, thank God, because yo, I, I played the lead role. And you know what? I had a good feeling about the dude Chase Palmer. I even told him inside the car 16, 17 years ago. I'm like, yo, if you ever need me to do this again, I'll do it for free. 13 years later, after that day, he, he he's now known as the screenwriter behind the new It film. They rebooted a version of It. And he also wrote and directed Naked Singularity, John Boyega, uh, Bill Skarsgård, I'm in it, you know, Olivia Cook, you know, Tim right. Blake, you know what I'm saying? It just comes to show you, man, how you could really feel something. I always kept that feeling. I always kept in touch. Like, the way I kept in touch, too, for 13 years, he, now it's 16, 17 years. It took 13 years for him and I to meet up again. And I would always be like, yo, Chase, let's meet, let's meet for coffee. He would say, yeah, but the meetup never happened. But, and then here I am, my house gets raided. And two weeks before my house gets raided, I put my hand to the sky. When I was laying on my bed, I put my hand up to the roof, and I just said, please take away this pain. My house gets raided two weeks later, eight months, I'm out, and I and it comes out. I'm like, ah, shit. I'm like, yo, now there's no way in hell Chase is going to meet me. This is it. And he, there's no way in hell. But you know what I told my bro, I didn't give up. I told myself, what do you got to lose? So I, I wrote him one more email. One last email, I told myself. You know what, I said to y'all, fucking write one last email. What do you got to lose? And dude, that one last email got me a meeting with him. He said, yo, Rabi, what's up, man? And when I met with him, he was, he, the second we sat down, he was like, what can I do for you? And I was like, yo, man, I told you a long time ago, if you need me again, I'll do it for free. The offer still stands. He started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 
Yeah, man. Let me. So I was ta- I was just talking to you know uh, another actor uh, from the previous episode I, I did, and uh, that was one thing we mentioned, uh, and we continue this off 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 air. But a lot of times, a lot of these relationships that people were trying to create are not organic. So like for me and being in LA, you notice a lot of people are just trying to use everybody. There's no goodwill behind it, and that's not saying everybody's like that, but a lot of people. You know, the, you know, for instance, Chase Palmer, you know, they hear his name. Oh, he did. Hey, let me see what he can do for me. It's not so much. Let me see if I can help him, uh, you know, you know, achieve something greater. Uh, let's try to make a working relationship. It's just one of those, you know, um, let me see what he can do for me in, in a certain amount of time. And one of the things I, I loved about what you, what you mentioned was it was organic. And it showed that, you know, a lot of times in this industry is all about luck and timing. And that's exactly what luck and timing was. It created, Yo. you know what I'm saying? You know, it's. And I believe in that shit, man. The universe aligned it up perfectly for me because my heart was in it and my I had good intentions. Yo, to make it, you need good intentions. And now, now, listen, you, you could probably slide away making it without good intentions. But keep shit. You, be, you, act, you better have your act right, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm saying in general, I'm not, you know, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Right. It's so true, man. And it's very important. Like, you see how I roll. You see how I talk about my friend. And you're right. It's not just what you can do for me. What can I do for him in return? You know what I'm saying? How can right. I promote him? How can I become, you know, how can, you know, be a voice in the room? And so I made myself, I'm I, like, I, I've, I've, I've <clears throat> all right. So the way it worked out was once Chase, after the meeting, and we exchanged numbers, I never stopped staying in touch with him through the phone. And and of course, meeting a person and, and the jobs he gave me. Right. But dude, I, I, I would send them just anything. Any idea I have, any work I've done, I keep them up to date with everything I did. And yo, one time I met him in person, he was like, yo, when you send me the shit that you do, he goes, I love that, man. I keep doing it. And I've been doing it now for two and a half years. And, I, and, every, and I, he's helping me climb up, man. He allows me to use his name to progress. And when I use his name, I'm, I'm, you know, promoting everything. I'm letting people know how good of a guy he is. He gave me a chance of life. You see what I'm saying? Right. And that's the take. And, but, what, but, but like I said, but 17, 16, 17 years ago, I didn't know he did write it. I didn't know Nicky Singularity. I didn't know that being the cinema through him. But so, so, so the fact, so like you said, if I see, if I met him, when he would if I met him, if you already wrote it, it would have been different. Trust right, me. right. I mean, I'm saying this. I'm saying this myself. No one has told me this, but like, even though we got John Boyega and Bill Skarsgård, trust me, when I talk to him, it's very different than John Boyega and Bill Skarsgård talking to him. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Because I knew him before all of it. These cats are there after. You know what I'm saying? Oh man, that, man, you speaking volumes. I and that's something I talk about. You know, um, it's one of those things where you know, especially with a lot of celebrities, you realize they have a certain attitude. And you know, I've got to see a lot of them. Um, you know, when I did the Emmys, I saw like Cedric the Entertainer, you know, Jimmy Kimball, and I seen them. But one thing that struck out to me was that you realize that you know, when you get to a certain level. If someone didn't come up with you or, you know, you met them along the way before you got there, you always feel like people are going to just use you. And 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 that, 
that's not easy. I'm not saying that's the case with like Bill Skarsgård, uh, but it's a different level when, you know, when you coming up and you have this connection with someone that, you know, they were there when I was at my rock bottom. They was there when I was still struggling. I, they was there, you know, when I didn't know that I was going to become, you know, the screenwriter of it. And it, it makes the, the connection even better. Um, because oh, yeah. now, now you don't feel like you're being used. You know, you, you have a genuine person that, you know, you realize is there for you whenever, you know, times are going up or when times are going down. Facts, man. And, and, not just, and not just that. I always keep him charged up. Like, I'm sure he's doing fine. You know, he's been doing fine without me. Always, well, I mean, I've been, I've been always there, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't, you don't need me like that. But, dude, I always keep that positive energy up. When I was on set of Nicky Singularity, on set, I'm like, yo, this is going to be a hit. When the virus happened, I'm like, yo, don't worry about the virus, man. Everything's meant for a reason. I, I'm still going to push this thing, you know? And then the the, 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 the the riots went out. I'm like, yo, man, see, everything's meant for a reason. The movie's about second chances. I go, yo, we, you and I are, are example given. And John Boyega, he's on, he's on the speakers of these riots. I'm like, yo, see, everything's meant for a, re- a reason. Because now when we, I'm on the press tour. I'm like, yo, John Boyega now don't have a panel. He ain't got to be on the street screaming. I'm like, yo. He's gonna be on the panel now. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, you see how everything's done for a reason? And the right. movie's about this shit. And that's how the universe works, man. And that and and I, I tell me, I share these ideas. Look, like I said, he probably already got them going, but I'm but I'm pretending like that's not the case. I'm pretending like it's all me. But you know what I'm saying? Just to show how much work I'm down to put in. And trust me, he tells me thank you all the time. He loves my support. He never tells me to stop, stop it. Never in two and a half years, never tells me, yo, stop talking the way you talk. Not one time, bro. Just Absolutely. yesterday, he texted me, yo, just yesterday, he texted me, like, yo, yo, my bad for the radio silence. I'm not an NYC, crazy, crazy times right now. Uh, yo, how about you go next week? You know what I'm saying? Man, that I mean that that's a good you know inspiration. And you know, before I ask you, uh, before we get into you know the, the film Naked Singularity, one thing I wanted to mention was you know a prime example of someone who 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 went from rags to riches, quote unquote, was Robert Downey Jr. You know, he was a little more famous when it happened, but look at him. You know, he he was a a celebrity in his own right, and then he got you know he started getting into drugs and his career went. Went through the downfall, and uh, you know he went to rehab, and he wasn't seen for many years. But he maintained friendships that he built when he wasn't famous. And and look at him now, you know when he when he decided to come back, they gave him the opportunity. And yeah, there could be a lot of different reasons why that was the case. But again, it comes down to people that you you know when you're coming up that you work with, you know they are the ones that you know are always gonna have your back. And look at and look at him. He's a prime example of someone who who went to rock bottom, and now is one of the highest paid actors right now. The directors and all all, all you mean about Daddy Junior. I thought you were talking about Chase Palmer. Oh, oh no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got, I got confused for a second. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yo, but yeah, yeah. And that's what's for example, Robert Downey Jr.'s story, which I know a little bit about. Like he had, like um, Mel Gibson would back up because he, he couldn't get insurance, so Mel Gibson would back up, back him up, and like you know, keeping like you said, keeping friends around. 
that support you and uh, they give you uh, these opportunities. And also, the reason why he was given a lot of opportunities because he had talent. That's true. Like, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, if you hear if you hear interviews, everyone says when Robert Downey Jr. came in the room, you knew he was a movie star already. He always had that, but the problem was the drugs and the, everything that comes with it. And and so when you got friends, you got talent, and you keep on going at it, that's how you make it, bro. Right, absolutely. Uh, it's it's one of those things, you know. Uh, uh, I know a lot of people mention like Wesley Snipes, you know how he fell off. He did oh. Blade and all these big movies. He goes to jail for tax evasion, and now you barely see him. You'll see him in a Netflix movie here and there, but like, you know, it, it just shows you that you know, for the, the the people who are there when you're at the lowest are the ones you want when you're at the highest. And unfortunately, not everybody has that. A lot of people have a bunch of people at the top. You know, when, when everything's going well, and then when they sink, mm. nobody's there to help them. And, you know, that, and that's the issue, man. It's funny, I'm glad you brought that up. First of all, Wesley Snipes, bro, I love this fucking movie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And what's the one with Woody Harrison when they robbed the train? You know, they robbed, they robbed the money, they threw the train or some shit. Wait, is it White Man Can't Jump? No, no, it's a different movie. No, oh, it's, Money it's, Train, it's, Money yeah, Train. Yeah, Money Train. Money yeah, Train. Yeah, all his movies, bro. He's, he's fucking awesome. And, and that's, the, but that's the thing that's fucked up, man. And I, I'm still down to watch this movie. When your Wesley Snipes is in something, I'm like, oh, no doubt. Because you, it's fucked up, man, how people get canceled like that. You know what I'm saying? We're still human. We're still people. We're, we're people that call big opportunities, and we're learning as we go. And it's, and it's fucked up when, like, for, for example, tax evasion. Y'all dead at me for tax evasion? Uh, I mean, that's wild. Yeah. You know Y'all cancel me because of tax evasion? I mean, listen. I mean, a lot of us try to be slick for our money, nah? But that's the thing, though. <laughs> People don't want you to be slick. That's what I'm saying. That's why That's why if you want to keep shit, you got to get your act right. You, you can make it sly. You can make it being sly. If you want to keep shit, you got to be right all the time, son. See what I'm saying? Perfect example. Yeah, man. It's, it's, it's crazy uh, how everybody's circumstances are different. But, you know, enough of that. I, I want to talk about... Naked Singularity. Now, how did you how did you get involved with that? And what was that process like for you, working with Chase oh, on man. set and meeting all these different celebrities? Oh man, well, first off, it was fucking. First off, interesting enough, it came to me by not even asking for it. See, see I, I noticed in life that, of course, you got to seek something, but like, if your attention is truly pure and you're not like meaning for it, it comes to you naturally, bro. For example, how I got my part. So um, when I graduated the courts, this is me now outside in the real world after being away for eight months. Now okay. I, I, I did the rest of the court shit, you know, uh, halfway homes and then the, the, for the, the outpatients and, you know, the drug testing, you know, all that bullshit. And uh, when I graduated, I got my certificate. And I took I took a picture of my certificate next to the courthouse, and I said I said to the chase. I remember that. I remember seeing that picture. I think you put it on like oh. Facebook or Instagram. <laughs> yeah, bro. I said it to Chase, and you know what Chase said? He goes, "Yo, man, I love that." Because you want to come and do a voiceover for me? I wrote a new movie. Now I want to direct it, and I, I need to make a video trailer. So the video trailer means that. So because he wants to be a director, he got he got. Well, this is my understanding. He got his clips, well, for, well, also from what I saw. He got his clips from other movies 
and places them together to showcase the flavor of his movie. How the concept. And so he used my voice over the concept. I opened up the credits. <clears throat> you know? Yeah, like a storyboard I, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess you could, yeah, you can say that. But it was, okay. It's like a trailer. Yeah, it's not, it's just a trailer of, of other movies already made just to show you how his vision, his taste, his coloring, things of that nature. Right, and right. Yo, and yo, when, he, when, he, when, I, when I said he had no doubt, He's like, yo, come in. Like, it'll be like 30 minutes. I'll give you 60 bucks. Uh, 50 bucks or something like that. He gave me 60. Man, that's why I messed up. He's like, yo, 30 minutes, 50 bucks. Dude, I went there, killed it in two minutes. I got... That's... He, he, he gave me 60 bucks in two minutes, bro. He told me 30 minutes. Took two minutes. One... I, I did one take seven different ways or like eight different ways. And next thing I heard was, we got what we want. We got what we want. And after that, he, he walked me outside. He goes, yo, I can find you a part of my movie. And that's how I got my part, playing Defender in the movie. So you cast me in the film, in the opening credits. That's sweet, man. What? Yeah, that's the, how the, the, the easiest 60 bucks you'll ever make in your life. <laughs> and, I, and I loved it. I went to the city, went to his office, got the microphone over here and, and, and after I did it he's like yo show Rubia show Rubia you know, the trailer his voice over it and he showed me a pro and I was like yo what's up and then so now I got the part so well you know he said I'm gonna give you the part he found me he found me a part to give me <clears throat> and this part he gave me made me SAG eligible this is why now I'm SAG Astra and nice because he knows I want that card because he before he hired me for his own movie he tried getting his friends to hire me but his friends would ask him, does your man have a union card? And once he said no, they're like, oh, then we can't hire him. But if Chase asked himself, then how does someone become SAG eligible? And because Chase felt that way, he felt bad that no one is giving me that break. When he, when his movie was finally written and he was the director, he put me on. He was like, you know what? I'm going to get you that card. And that's what he did for me. That's and sweet, all, man. Yeah. That's how it happened. That's how it all happened, bro. And, and on set, and so when I got my part, bro, it was all about working out and staying healthy. Because the last thing I wanted was an excuse to not show up to work. Even I was homeless that day. I slept in my car. No excuses, bro. I was working out, drinking water, trying to eat two, three meals a day. That wasn't about being broke, trying to eat. It's just naturally, I don't eat like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. I wanted to be healthy and strong on this day. And bro, when I went, and I, I, and I you know, of course, I... I aced this shit. The producer, Tony Guns, he was like, yo, is this Chase's friend? He really came today and killed it, huh? And he shook my hand. Bro, John Boyega tapped my shoulder. I turned around and he shook my hand like, yo, your, you, your scheme is real funny, man. It's him and I share a scene together. You know nice. What I'm That's what I'm talking yeah. about, man. And you also handshake over here and handshake over there. And bro, and they came up to me shaking my hand. They showed me respect. You know what I'm saying? And Chase saw that, and because Chase is directed and I'm his friend, I was always with Chase. And when I say always with Chase, well, well, of course he's working. I'm not being too crazy on set, not even close. But like, I would stand behind him at times with my, you know, hands behind my back, just observing. And for example, you see me? Yeah, yeah. And for example, like one time I was behind him, and he turned around like this. He goes, so how do you think you did? And I was like, there was a few takes where I definitely nailed it. And he, he went like, yeah. 
Man, that that's one of the beautiful things, man. I I you know, there's not a lot of people who can, you know, mention stuff like that, you know. How even, you know, without having all these huge amount of credits and I know you mentioned SAG after, that's a big issue too, you know, where, you know, uh, a lot of people don't know how to get away into it. And I remember I had ran into someone who works on production. It was at a bar a couple months ago and he taught me this. I didn't realize you can't get hired for any big movie, any big production, anything until you're SAG. So, you know, unfortunately, you know, a lot of talented people just don't have that opportunity. So, you know, shout out to, to Chase for, for doing that for you because, oh, fuck you know yeah. what I'm saying? It's it's already hard to get into SAG. So for him to even, you know, give you that, that break that a lot of people are desperate. I mean, even me, sometimes I'm like, you know, maybe I, maybe I am ready for SAG. But, you know, look at you, you know, and Chase helped you out tremendously. And I think, uh, you know, that that's very rare in this business. A lot of people willing to, you know, extend their hand and, you know, bring you up to their level. Yes, you know, it's important because when I, when, Ch when Chase is not, this is like in-person talks, when him and I would meet up to talk, just friend to friend. See, that's a, Chase is everything to me. He's my mentor, my, uh, we're associates, we're, we're friends, he's my hero. Yeah, there's really not one title with this with this with Chase Palmer and I. Well, you know, from on my end, he's my he's my, my everything, man. He, you know what I'm saying? Right. And uh, he knows all that. And um, one thing he said to me in conversation was, the good thing about you in this game is that you're kind. You know? Yeah. So game man, I'm telling you, people look for kindness. And when you're on set, think about it. Everyone is smooth. Everyone is nice, beautiful. Why, why do you think you love being on set? Because the energy is so smooth every time. And then why? Everyone is kind. People are feeding you. People make sure you are. You're doing good. Are you over here? You're over there. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you. It's very important. Of course, you hear about some actors like this, some actors like that. But those are high caliber. I made all the money in the world already type of bullshit. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. You know what I'm saying? But when you pull, you know what I'm saying? Like you hear about some actors. You just go for a paycheck. But that's, a, that's, a, that's like one or two on set. I have 200 crew members. You know what I'm saying? Overall, on set, there's kind of people. Where Hollywood is kind. You know what I'm saying? Right, man. You know, let me... so, so, yeah, so it's all about that, too. Man, I remember, uh, it was a year and a half ago, I was on set for, I can't remember what show it was. Uh, just doing background, but uh, this is like my last background gig. But uh, John Voight was on set. And, and he, I was talking with him and you know one of the things he mentioned you know that he he said to me was uh a lot of times he could sense the fake energy and the uh, you know the, the this idea that you know a lot of people are just out here really trying to find connections and it's not anything genuine and and that's why it's fortunate for me you know i don't really abuse that but I've been fortunate enough to talk to people in a much bigger you know uh platform than me simply for the fact that you know I, I, I treat everybody with respect uh i don't see anybody bigger than me regardless if they are oh, yeah, yeah, i know but, what you know what you mean by that fact. You know i'm saying and, and you know a lot some people you know will tell you that and like john boy was just straight up honest and he was like man 
I appreciate authentic authenticity. You know, I appreciate the realism. I appreciate, you know, people, you know, actually trying to talk and learn because, you know, a lot of times, you know, you see John Voight, a lot of people just like, oh, let me see if I can be friends with him and see, you know, what I can get out yo, of Yo, crazy, yo, yo, I spoke to him too one time. I was there, Ray Donovan, his mark was right in front of mine. We we're face to face. And I'm like, yo, can I ask you a question? And he, was, he went like this. He goes, sure. I'm like, yo, um, my my friend wrote the movie It, and he gave me he gave me a part in his movie to join the SAG. Uh, oh, to join SAG. I told him, once I become Union, what should, I told him once I become Union, what should be my, what should be my, what should be my next step as an actor? He told me he well, he said um, he's not he's not SAG. He's uh, something else. Um, uh, Ah uh, shit! I can't remember what he told me. What it, what it's called that he that he's under the contract with his work. Interesting. But, yeah, yeah, that, that, and I, yeah, and um, to tell you the truth, because I was on set as background that day, when I was telling him my friend wrote it, I'm in the movie. It, it was registering, but he didn't ex- he didn't expect all that noise. Well, you know, right. he, he, he didn't he didn't know how hard I was to hit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, I asked him a question. I'm like, and it wasn't about like, yo, I'm up there with it wasn't about like showing or showing off or any of that. I was as I was trying to learn. I'm like, yo, once I join the union, what should, what should be my next move? And that's when it was like, well for, no, his real response was, We don't have we don't have all that time to talk about it. But he said, um, I, I'm this, I'm not I'm not with SAG. And I, I asked Chase, I'm like, yo, Chase, that's you John Boy, I told him about your movie coming out. But, but yo, he mentioned like he's now with the union. He's a fit. What should I do? Chief was like, yo, trust me. He goes, all, all, most actors I, I hire, they're SAG Astra. He goes, join SAG, be, be SAG. And once Chase said that, I'm like, yo, man, that's why I need you. And I joined SAG with my paycheck. Right. My, I paid my initiation fee and I paid every month, bro. I hustled hard to get that $500 every month for five, six months, son. No, don't get me. I got the the initiation was easy because I did, I did a movie, and I, I got paid good. You know what I'm saying? I got paid union amount. And but after that though, I had to find ways to get five hundred a month extra, five hundred dollars extra a month for to pay these bills. You know what right. I'm What else I got going on? And I just paid them out. You know what I'm saying? I'm just getting my life together for three years now. All of this shit's been popping up for two and a half years. I've been a free man. Since uh, 9, 9, 13, 9, 12, 17. And I came home to my brother passing away. Nothing stopped me, dude. I've been going at this for two and a half, three years. Well, you know, I've been kicking it in for three years. And I've been at it now professionally for two and a half years. And now, now here I am. Here I'm at the press tour. You can never stop, son. Never stop, you know? Yo, man, I commend you on that. And, you know, one thing I, I always say to people is that you know your past shouldn't dictate your future and you know one thing i I wanted to say is i commend you on that because you know a lot of people you know they just see success stories they don't see all the stuff that people had to climb through to get to there and you know what time you know what type of things they had to uh you know overcome and you know, you know, because people say, "Oh, you know, he's making millions and millions of dollars just to be in a movie," but they never knew that you know he was doing all this stuff for free. You know, you know, he was homeless, sleeping in his car, and 
and all this stuff. So uh, that's why I enjoy, you know, talking to people who had that kind of experience because it shows you that, you know, just because, you know, you had a rough, you know, beginning don't mean you can't have a glorious ending. You know what I'm saying? And I'm a prime example of that. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I love about myself. I love to hear myself talk about it. And I'm the truth. You know what I'm saying? What I, what I mean by I'm the truth is everything, everything that comes out of my mouth is reality. There's not one lie behind anything I say. Since I've known you, do you even think of one lie I told you? Oh, uh, you just lied to me right there. No. <laughs> 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 you know what I'm saying though? I, I, I mean, since I've known you, I told you I'm doing this and doing this, and you see I'm doing this and doing this. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I got, and there's times where you and I linked up. I'm like, yo, I got I, um, my boy talking about this going on. We need more people. You see what I'm saying? And here I am, still keeping in touch with you. Now I'm on your podcast, and I see being on your podcast, I can share my story because I love that shit too, man. Started from the bottom that we hear. Yeah, yeah I'm man. That. I'm all That's, about that, bro. You see, you see, and look where I'm going. You going? You see? I, yo, man, look, I'm in the same mentality. You know, it's I'm fortunate. Uh, I've had a good uh, career so far, and, and you know, I know people in the industry who you know achieve things that I'm still looking to achieve. Uh, but again, those are people you know that's been doing it longer than me, and they probably just you know started enjoying a certain success, but. For me, this journey is not about, you know, using people with a, you know, with a, who are more successful to get me somewhere. Yeah. I like, I like the, the, uh, the climb. I like, you know, meeting people who's like-minded because unfortunately, you know, there's not a, a lot of people like us, you know, who's all about this, who's putting in that work, who's putting that, that time, who spent money to not make money. And look at us now, we're thriving, we're flourishing. And, and that's what it's all about. I love that, man. Yo, facts, brother, facts. And yo, I just want to say, even when you make it, you still got to hustle hard every day, man. You know what Absolutely. I'm yo, now, 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 if you see me on the streets, I'm in, I'm in a suit. You know what I'm saying? Look, 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 what up, son? You know what I'm saying? I'm <laughs> a, I'm a, where's my dad? My dad? Where's my jacket? It's probably it's on the couch over there in my living room. You know what I'm saying, son? And bro. And look, bro, good things come to those two wait. You know That's what I'm saying? That's nice, man. That, that... You know what I'm saying? People look out for you. They, they see you, they do want to do good in life, they help you out. Like right now, I'm, I'm in my room out of my friend's uh, Bill Lane's place, you know? And Bill Lane has a background, you know, like um, <clears throat> he worked with Jordan Rivers, uh, QVC, uh, Bloomingdale's, like, you know, but like, you know, really big things. Like he really worked. And, like he was vice president for QVC, for example. I met him at a charity. We were talking, we clicked, one thing led to another. He heard my story, so potential in me, and now him and I are like real friends. And are like real, real friends, you know what I mean? Right. And that's what it's about, man. See, that's why, like I told you, in the beginning, Chase said, the good thing about you is that you're kind. You see what I'm saying? You see how it all comes back to you, bro? I gave back I, all that charity work. I know all about that. I know all about how much that charity means. But like I said, I'm writing in my movie from a, a laptop I got from charity gift cards. My Tim's, not over here, but my Tim's I do got, they're from charity, bro. So I did it, and look how what came back to me. Now my friends gives me a room in Manhattan when I need to clear my mind or work some business. It's always, you know what I'm saying? It's not just hanging out. We hang out, but I'm always doing something, you know? I right. always make sure that. Yeah, it's not just like you, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, uh, and that's what happens in life, man. You do good. And good comes to you. But yo, it's hard though. 
You gotta be patient. Trust me. There's still days where my back's against the wall. Well, you know, too, I always I say this one a lot because this one really stuck to me to tell, tell the world. But there's gonna be days, two, three in the morning, where you laying on bed, you want to sit up for a second, put your back against the wall, and you're gonna be stuck with time for a bit. It lasts about three minutes, where you count every second to every second to every minute. And it lasts about for three minutes. And you have to breathe during that moment. You have to breathe, remind yourself, I keep going, keep going. You gotta keep it the sun. And then eventually you got a day like this where it's laughing and smiling and we got a fucking view outside. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, look, it's, it's, uh, it's one of those things for me, I realized, you know, even after you achieve certain things that you want to achieve, no matter how rich and famous you are, we all had those days where, you know, sometimes things aren't just going well. And, you know, especially for me, you know, moving to LA, yeah, I achieved a lot of uh, good things being here such a short amount of time, but this day is where I wake up. Uh, where it's just like, man, I'm not really exactly where I want to be yet. You know, I, you know, I had this plan that I wanted to achieve, and it's not, it's not getting met as fast as I expected. But you know what? It's one of those things where you have to sit back and be thankful that you just, you know, just being able to hit some of these opportunities that, you know, other people are still struggling to hit. Uh, it's a blessing, man, and you know, it, every day. Uh, you know, I take time to you know, sit on a balcony, go for a walk, go to the gym and think about that stuff and, you know, clear my mind and, and you know, just be grateful of the opportunities and, you know, not, not to make this long, but, you know, one of the things that I like to do in my spare time, especially if I, if I have the opportunity to, is I just, you know, I talk to the homeless, I give them food and a lot of them, you know, they mentioned to me, like, uh, I'm very few people who, who give them stuff. You know, because a lot of people are all about themselves. And, you know, I realize, man, sometimes you have to give back to other people. And not just, you know, not just to give back, you know, something in return, but just the fact that, you know, making someone else's day uh, better could be the thing that, you know, helps your day get better too, you know? Yeah. And, and yo, the thing is, too, with that, if it, if it truly comes from a good place, it's sort as I think in the background, I know I'm going to get this back. You know what I'm saying? There's, 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 no, there's nothing bad about that. If it comes from a good place, though. You know? Absolutely. Oh yeah. You know, trust me. The universe knows what you're up to. Yo, it's 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 crazy how true this whole universe thing is, man. You know, you, you, you could say God, you could say universe, you could say whatever the term Jesus, Muhammad, whatever whatever works for you. There's something. To me personally, there is something behind. There's there's an element behind all this. Um, I mean, right. look, at the, look at my life. How things lined up. How I clean, how my act got cleaned it up at the time when it was most beneficial. Because you know what, I told Chase this too. I'm like, yo, Chase. I'm like, thank God our coffee meet didn't happen anytime earlier in, in, in those 13 years. Because I would have fucked it up. Right. Being a being a heroin addict. You know what I'm saying? You gave me a chance at the perfect time when I stopped being a heroin addict. And I for, for, for real, I stopped doing heroin. Like I told you, I smoked a little bit, and I drank whatever oh no but I, I stopped that opiate shit I stopped that, that heroin shit son that's true story well once my house got raided I stopped that heroin true story you know what I'm saying man so and, and, and the homelessness bro I understand that and, they, but, and the problem too is 
And I can say this, I, I dealt with homelessness and I've been through that. The problem is, man, I don't. I get. I give out a dollar. I give it a dollar. A dollar by the fourth one, fifth one. I'm like, yo, I can't keep passing out dollars, son. I, I ain't got it like that. You know what I'm saying? But right now, right. I ain't got it like that, and it, it hurts me. I wish I. I wish I did, but I don't, man. And what I try to do is, because sometimes you do just gotta walk by them, but. I, I never mean it like that. So when I realized that, that I, that's happening, when I realized I'm just like, cause, you know, I'm thinking headphones in, I know the person want a dollar inside me. If I, you know what I'm saying? If, if you're, if, if, if by now you're the fourth, fifth person, uh, you know what I'm saying? My heart's not too in anymore because now I'm looking out for myself. Cause right. trust me, I've got every dollar. Cause trust me, I'm, I'm doing great, I'm successful, but I ain't rich, I ain't rich or wealthy yet, but I'm on my way. You know what I'm right. saying? You gotta keep that mindset, I'm on my way. But yo, but what I do is I get close to them. I'm like, yo, my man, I really got no change. But th- this is a true story too. Also, I'll tell them this, is my man, I got no change on me. You know what I'm saying? So you know, my, my bad, my bad for passing you. I, it's not like that. I, if we got no change, I, I take the time out to say, my yo, I ain't passing you like that. I just got no change for real. And bro, yeah. and, and, and bro, then you you and you, you you know what you get after that? Yo, God bless you, man. Right, no man. It's you, man. We keep it real, and you be you be real. Yeah, and you you and I know what it's like. So of course, when we step up to them, yo, you know what I'm saying? Like we we know, yeah, we know what the we know the way we want to be treated during these times, you know, or during right. those times that we dealt with, we did we dealt with it. Exactly, you know? man. It's all it's all just you know, uh, just giving back, and you no, know, sometimes yeah, you sit back and like, all right, let me make sure I'm not doing this because I want some. You know, later down the line in return. But you know, it's one of those things where even if it's not money, if it's food that you know, like for instance, like when I was at my other job, you know, when we had food left over, I'm like, you know, why make them sit through the garbage when I I see a bunch of them on the street and I just give it to them hot and fresh and you know something for them to enjoy. And man, you'd be surprised, you know, some of the tears that you know grown men you know make because you know people are you know. It's not something a lot of people do, especially in a place like LA. A lot of people just don't pay them attention. And so for them to, you know, talk to somebody or for someone to give them a hot, fresh meal, you know, it, it changes the world for a lot of them. So, you know, it's one of those things where I, I realize that as long as I'm not doing it in a place of a selfishness, you know, uh, it makes it a lot easier and a lot more um, uh, rewarding. Absolutely, man. Like yo, this morning at seven o'clock in Times Square, I, I was I was I was smoking up. You know what I'm saying? Right. Just just, just uh, complete strangers. I'm not sure if they're homeless or not, but I'm just talking about being able to speak with any sort of person, no matter no matter the culture behind them or however they look. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know what I'm saying? If I went by the way, if I went by appearances, then I could say, oh, I I smoke for homeless man. But I'm not, I can't, I didn't, but now I'm judging. I didn't, I didn't act. Like, I'm like, so like, well, who am I to assume that? You know what I mean? This dude had a bag, he had the weed, and we were smoking, like, we were talking, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And we right. became friends. I told, and then guess what happened? I told them, yo, movie coming out. You know what I'm saying? And when they found out, they, I made their day, they're like, yo. And yo, I was saying shit, they were saying shit. They're like, yo, the universe. I'm like, yo, this is meant to be. That's what it's all about, son. That's what it's all about. You want to hear people say, yo, meant to be, yo, this is crazy. I live for those moments, bro. Those meant to be moments where you feel like, holy shit, everything does come, everything does come around. I live for those moments, bro. Right. 
And, you know, you mentioned that is, you know, like I say um, in a lot of my, my, my episodes, but this is different. You know, for me, I didn't start this podcast to try to make tons of money or, you know, try to blow up, uh, which, I mean, I won't say no to. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it's one of those things, man, you, I like to give back to people. I remember, you know, struggling and, you know, I'm by no means, you know, Tom Cruise, but, you know, I remember days where there was a lot, I wanted the opportunity to talk. I wanted the opportunity that, you know, someone to help me out. And, you know, that's why I started this podcast to, you know, to give people the opportunity to speak and, you know, to, you know, to let themselves express, you know, let people express themselves in a way that a lot of people aren't afforded, you know, because, Quite frankly, there's not a lot of podcasts that are, are giving people the opportunity to join. You know, they had the, the select group of friends or the people they want to talk to. Uh, and I, tr- I open the door for anybody to come on and talk about their journey and, you know, their life. Uh, just because, you know, I think it's important that we start helping each other more opposed to, you know, just only helping out the ones that are going to give us further in life. You know what I'm saying? Yo, facts, brother. That's why, like, for example, like, um, like how right now you and I are talking, like, we, we, we have history before this moment, you know what I'm saying? And even right. before this moment, we, we, we talked about it. I, you know, I'm like, yo, is it cool if I'm on this and that? And bro, that's because I'm like you. When you, when you said just now, there's times when you wanted to speak, you felt like you wouldn't have been heard. Right. Bro. Bro, that's why I do what I do, son, to be fucking hurt. Cause no, I if I'm alive, I'm gonna have a voice. Bro, that's what that more so than money. Like, like you said, bring bring the money, no doubt. And Chase Palmer, Chase Palmer even told me the money comes later. But but really, bro, I do this to have a fucking voice, man. When I'm see, that's what like when I like I told you, every like er, so many every single day almost I'm hitting up Chase for ideas, telling him, yo, how we should do the press tour, where I fit in. You see, because I have a voice now, bro, and I get a response back. And now when I drop my name and make a singularity and the Bill International, I'm producing producing music videos. I got a voice, bro. People are hearing me now. They hear my hustle, and that's and I sell it. I realize people want to hear what you got to say. When you got some heavy shit to say and you can sell it, you that's how you profitable. I don't think I gotta. Yeah, I I think that's a. I don't need to piggyback on that. Um, I think, uh, you know, you hit it right on the head, man. It's it's one of those things where a lot of people are afforded the opportunity. And uh, and that's why I'm here to provide that, you know. And so, you know, uh, before we wrap things up, is there anything you want to, you know, plug? I know Naked Singularity is coming out. Uh, I know with the pandemic, I don't know if it, they delayed the, uh, the premiere of it. But it's still so playing. Far, not yet. So far, everything is still good. So far, Chase told me the fall of 2020. So we're still coming out September, October. You know what I'm saying? Perfect. So far, it's all good, baby. And also, I want to shout out to the Bill International, uh, DJ Stadium. You got a song right now, Little Zan, Little XAN Jewelry. I produced a new song coming out um, called No Landing. Uh, the video will be out in two weeks. Well, the, the, the edit will be done in two weeks. But of course, approval and we'll check, you know, but all that. So, yo, check him out right now, DJ Stadium. I did produce this video. And uh, shout out to my crew. Shout out to Jazz, Mike, uh, uh, um, <clears throat> Grant, fucking uh, Ken. 
You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh yeah. yo, Grant, Grant, I keep fucking up his name. It's Grant. This, this is Chicago. <laughs> my, my bad, brother. Doing that. Yo, oh, let yeah. me tell you. You know, I you oh, mentioned Grant, what? You know, oh yeah. You know what I'm you, saying? DJ Stadium and everybody else you mentioned, I'm, I'm expecting a, a 10% commission fee from all of you. So I. <laughs> yo, that's mad funny. Yo, you know what DJ Stadium told me? Yo, cause yo, at first, you know why I did the project? I did the project because I could. I, because I, I you know, I could get a helicopter, bro. I get flight clearance because I went to, I went to, I seek people out. I told them who I was and who my mentor is, and they, they help you come in closer. And when they see that you, and they, bro, everyone researches you. Yo, right. when you see something, bro, trust me, they go to your background, son, and then they come back like, yo, we like what we see. Yo, I saw your shit, and they let you know that they saw your shit. You know what I'm saying, bro? And I saw so what I did, and, and what I did was, I used it all to my advantage. I put a team together, and you know, people love being involved in sets. And when you're the real deal, they're all about being there just to be there for their, for their experience. Right. This guy, this guy is at a high caliber. I want to learn, and he's letting me learn with him. See, I don't hire the veterans. I hire those that are learning as they go, like the way I am. Bro, when I produced this video, this is the first music video I ever produced. But but what I went through, but you would never think it was the first one, bro. I went there with a fucking suit, and I was ready to go, son. So right. much so, even though I did it, no, even though in the beginning I did it no charge. And I, even though I spoke for my team, how we're gonna do this, and everyone agreed we're gonna do it for the experience and do for a foundation of development international, it came a point where DJ Stadium was like, "Yo, I like the way you work so much. I, w- I want to give you ten percent of the song for for you to promote it. You like the way I move, man. I, look what you said. A lot of people have this idea that you have to get paid for everything, which I mean, at some point, yes, you you, you do, but when you do stuff out of the kindness, kindness out of your heart, you get things in return that you weren't expecting. And, and, nice. and that's the big thing, you know? You know, there's times where, you know, I've done gigs without the exp- uh, expectation of a bigger role or, you know, money. And then come to find out, I'm getting exactly that. And I didn't even ask for it. You know, I was just there to help and, you know, lend my talents to, you know, the, to the bigger picture of things. And, and that just makes this, this whole career thing uh, even more rewarding, you know, when stuff like that happens, when you can use your platform and use your brand to help other people. And uh, shout out to Netflix about that because Netflix does that too, where they don't hire, I, I mean, of course, they hire, you know, uh, Ryan Reynolds for, you know, movies and stuff. But a lot of the TV shows are unknown house names, you know, people you've never seen before. And so they're giving people this opportunity to, you know, give, uh, lend their talents to their platform and potentially, you know, blow their career up. And so facts. that's what it's all about, man. That's what it's all about. Yo, facts, my brother. And see how, because we're like-minded, that's why you and I stayed relative. You know what I'm saying? Right. Relative, we're relative with one another. Bro, because we're, we're going to keep coming back to each other. Every time we come back to each other, we're more and more up. You get exactly. you know what I'm saying? We're yeah. more and more things. We're more and more experienced. And we're just getting closer. And like I said, where I go, you go. Where you go, I go. Now, now you'd be like, yeah, I interviewed Ruby DeVille. That's my boy. And, you know, Piercy, like the way I mentioned the international, McGregory, the more we start to collab like this, the more I drop your name. Now, like, not right. You know, you know, right after this, I'm going to fucking put on my Instagram, you know, interviewed by Piercy, Piercy. You know what I'm saying? You know, That's what I'm you, saying. You, you know that. And, and I'm always like that. I always, 
and you need to make sure you need to make sure I, don't, I hate pointing you need but yo you need to make sure my homie that everyone is like that you work with you make yo could I be hearing that a lot of cats don't want to give credit where it do oh look man and that's why I'm selective you know um, and I hate always mention LA but LA are uh, has a lot of people like that where they, again they just want to use you and then leave and so like mm-hmm. that's why I, I'm selective on uh, you know not really selective but I, I choose who I want to on my podcast selectively just because this is a platform where I want to collab with people who are like minded who who's all about you know achieving greater success and you know helping each other build you know what I'm saying this is not uh, you know I'm trying to use your like likeness you know to get my podcast more views oh, and yeah, oh yeah of course of course you know what I'm you saying yeah. You know what I'm saying? I if that was the case, you know, I'd be spending three thousand dollars right now. <laughs> uh you know <laughs> hey, I know you were saying man, I know you got the money. <laughs> what, yo, everyone thinks that yo, yo, and I let them. I let yo Pearson one thing too, bro. When people you know how some people judge? Well, if your judgment starts to become oh yo, this dude definitely rich, this dude definitely that, yo, let them keep thinking it, bro. I, For yeah. Real. Yeah, I know. I always get. I always. Uh, I, ain't, I ain't gonna correct you. I ain't gonna say nothing. You want to say that? It's all good, brother. I'm down with it. That's what, it's all about the image. Way, you know what I'm saying? For real, for real, though. Man, it be. I know, like even even now, like uh, I, you know, a lot of people confuse me with Little Yachty for some reason. But even then, like I, I'll be walking down the street and people are like, "Hey, you a movie star, aren't you? You you did something big, right?" And uh, I say I'm an actor, but I won't, you know, I won't say, oh, no, that's, you know, unless you, <laughs> exactly. yeah. Bro, don't correct them. Just be like, yeah, I do movies. I mean, if they, if they, if they say, yo, are you this person? Then you got to be like, no, I'm not this person. And if right. they don't say names and they say, yo, like, you familiar? Like, yeah, you probably seen me, you see me in the movies somewhere, in a TV show somewhere. Exactly. In the beginning, now, now it's different. Now, now I have, <clears throat> now I have a monologue. See, as I was learning as I go, I realized it comes to a point where certain things you say to new people is a bit scripted. I'm not always saying the same exact thing, but eventually it comes a point where you do have a monologue in your head. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and um, that, that's why it's uh, that's why everything right now is important because you want to keep building that monologue. You know, at, in the beginning it was just oh, a mentor by Chase Palmer. Now it's a uh, movie coming out, the Villain International, all podcast, your press tour. You see what I'm saying? Right. Now when I talk, it's almost not. Now I, yo, real talk. When, when I know it's time for me to put on my game, I take a deep breath because I, I can't shut the fuck up now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a lot of people might see that as a, you know, uh, you know, being a cocky or anything. But you know what? You got to take pride in in your work and you know what you accomplish because. You know, as easy it is to attain, well, I want to say easy, but as as well as it is to you know get opportunities, it's just as easy to lose them. You know oh, what I'm saying? Nice. So you know that's why you know, like I said before, like you'll see you know actors and you know people who who you know did some big things and like then you never see them. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, many factors, but a lot of times you know is all about maintaining. Uh, you know that's success and and you know and keep it rolling and some people can do it better than others some people just can't do it at all but you know nice. 
And that's no, why, no. yo, and that's why to back you up. Uh, we're going to see how we, we, we keep on going at it. This shit could be non-stop, brother. Right. Non-stop. But one thing that you said I wanted to back up, which I, I forgot to say, being selective. Yo, that's fine, dude. Because in the end of it all, you realize the people you stuck with were the right ones. Trust me. We, we want to give the whole world a chance, but nah, because in this world, there are such people as scumbags and scammers and, and that are fraudulent. You know, you know what I'm saying? Even and and, and and that shit and trust me, it all comes to light. And when you're when you're when you're like you know an empath, like I, I find myself like an empath, I can feel people because you know that, that's basically because my my life my life was you know keep my word as a man. You know what I'm saying? So because because of my pure energy, you could feel who matches you. You know what I'm saying? So dude, if you feel like someone is off beat, it means that they got something that. You know, there's no problem if it's a give and take relationship, but yo, don't, but yo, be careful getting talent confused with friendship or with personality. You know what right. I'm saying? Yo, because yo, people got the talent, people people got a, a hustle you like, but yo, the personality don't match. Just be, you can work, you can work with each other, but you can't be friends. That sort of thing. So, dude, definitely be selective when it comes to choosing friends. And work, working is a bit different. You can work with almost anybody. But when it comes to like who's your friend, who's gonna stick by you? Nah, son, definitely be selective when it comes to that shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. And uh, you know, I think that was I think that was a good ending uh, to such a good podcast. I don't want to make this too long. You know, for people to <laughs> yeah, sleep. you know, I hear you, brother. You know what I'm saying that's killing me right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm glad to have you on, my man. I'm glad uh, Naked uh, Singularity is coming out. Uh, I'm looking forward to watching it. Hopefully, I can get the free link. Yo, I'm gonna send you. Yo, everything I get my way, let's let's me know. Yo, you, your your titles in this, your titles in this. So I'm gonna send you. To, uh, today, uh, a new article came out on Variety. Variety, V A R I E T Y. Oh you know, yeah, we yeah. Bit, yeah, we got a first image of John Boyega in character. You know what I'm saying? And the article is the article about it, and you can find it. I'm gonna send you that link. You know what I'm saying? And here I am telling you about it. Just came out today, yo. You go in places, son. Uh, I mean, you and I always vibe. We hung out. We worked together multiple times. Here we still are, yo. I'm gonna keep seeing you, bro. You keep keep seeing me. See, you and I could be friends. How we've been friends. You know what I'm saying? Right. We've been in the same part together. That's what I'm saying. See how you're doing it right. In the end, you find out you're doing it right. You got you keep doing it right, son. And they'll come to you. Trust me. When you when you when you become so natural at it, the universe will bring bad to you, son. I mean, it brings you distractions. There's, there's, there's moments where you'll, you'll, you'll trip, but trust me, you can keep on moving. And yo, you, Piercy, you always keep moving. Always keep on moving, son. I mean, I've seen you when we first met till now, bro, you always kept on moving, son. You always did. You know, I and I respect that. I see that. And that's why I know this dude, this, this dude is someone you want as your friend. He keeps on moving. You know what I'm saying? And you good, bro. You work hard. I work with you, bro. I see you shouting on the streets. I see you putting on that work, son. And that's what it's all about, son. That's the hype. That's the fucking hype. Go make me cry, man. Oh, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it, I mean, this uh, this journey is all about... Uh, <clears throat> it's like the law of motion. Uh, you have to keep it moving. You know what I'm saying? You, you can't let time pass you by because, you know... You get stuck in that place. Next thing you know, you creeping up 45, 50 years old, still wondering mm. why things haven't went your way. You know what I'm saying? So 
nobody's going to give you the keys to success. You have to get it yourself. And, uh, and that's what I live by. You know, uh, you have to be willing to stick your neck out there to get something in return. And, 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 you know, it's been a good journey so far. You know, I, I can't complain about it. And, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what the next few years, uh, got in store after this pandemic oh, thing. You're going you to fly, bro. Trust me. You're going to keep soaring up. Trust me. Trust me. And I'm going to make sure of it, son. Trust me. Now I'm going to start dropping your name. You know what I'm saying? Now I, you know, you, you get what I'm saying? Now, I'm telling you, bro, we're going to stick around. We're going to stick around. And this is, this is becoming more than an interview, you know what I'm saying? Because we didn't start, we started, we've been, we're boys for the interview, you know what I'm saying? Right. But as your boy, bro, as your boy, I got you. You know, you know, you know how I do represent my people and all that. You know what I'm saying? You know, I keep it real, give credit where it's doing all that. Uh, bro, and like I said, the shit keep, the shit keep, keep on going. I know, you, I know, both our backs are hurting. Bro, that's, the love, bro. that's that love. That's why, bro. That's right. what you want. You want to be able to keep on going to the point where, like, yo, let's take a break till next time. We got so much shit to talk about still. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, you'll be back on for sure. We we got more oh, to talk facts, about, bro. Facts. And next to- time I'm gonna see a whole, I'm gonna see a whole studio behind you. I'm gonna see someone bringing you coffee and all that. <laughs> Hey, Keith. Nah, let's... Serious XM, you know what I'm saying? Yo, for real, brother. Come on. Of course, man. <laughs> you down there, you look good. Yo, remember when we did that we did that protest thing, that protest job? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bro, when she saw you, she goes, ooh, I like his look. I swear she said that, bro. Yeah, she dug you, bro. She dug you. She's like, yo, I like his look. Uh-huh, uh, bro. She loved that you were around every day. She was. She always wanted to make sure that you came back every day, bro. She always wanted to make. Sure, she always asked me, "Yo, is your friend coming back tomorrow?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, bro." I'm telling you, you, got it, son. You got it. You got. I appreciate the love, man. And uh, course, you know, man. and it's all about support, man. I, I'm glad you're doing well, and I'm looking forward, and I'm sure everybody else is looking forward to seeing naked, uh, naked uh, singularity. Yeah, uh, and the No Landing music video. You know, I did my other job too, and the No Landing music video by DJ Stadium. <laughs> and where, where, where can people f- find you at? Oh, you know, your best bet is uh, Instagram, Deville International, Deville underscore inter- International. If you want to tag along my whole journey, that's the best spot. Instagram, Deville underscore International. That's D E V I L L E underscore international my man thank you yeah. for thank you for joining the podcast and you know uh like I always say and I, like I always end it I always say a helping hand is a better hand because that's what life is all about and i'm glad i was able to have you on the show <laughs>